Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about a kind of stoic toolkit for overcoming obstacles and adversity, which I believe arises from the powers of perception, action and will. Recently, I've decided to put my Audible subscription on hold. I love listening to audiobooks, particularly while walking and driving, but lately I've had a run of picking audiobooks that I've struggled to finish or enjoy. In some cases, I just became bored. In others, I realised that the content simply isn't as interesting as I'd hoped. Since reading an essay by Tim Urban called The Tail End, I'm more willing to quit books, podcasts, movies and TV shows that I'm not enjoying. Because life's too short to waste on completing something out of a sense of duty or driven by the sunk cost fallacy. My Audible library contains a number of books that have had a great deal of impact in my life. And I've struggled since the start of the new year to maintain consistency, optimism and resilience in the face of occasional setbacks. So I decided last week to listen again to one of my favourites, a book called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. The distilled and deconstructed Stoic philosophy contained within that book, combined with the examples and counterexamples that Ryan Holiday uses to demonstrate the philosophies in action, has once again proven extremely helpful. On the second, or maybe the third listening through, the book's just as good and as impactful as I originally found it to be. The core tenets of Stoicism seem particularly useful and applicable when unravelling the challenges I experience in life. I suspect this is because my biggest problem isn't usually caused by the challenges I face. I live a world of first world, a life of first world privilege with minor first world problems. My challenges usually stem from how I react to what happens in my life. Epictetus said, it's not what happens to you, it's how you react that matters. The book centres upon the practical tactics and philosophies that have been used throughout history by those most effective in overcoming obstacles in their lives. I'm reminded that with the right outlook, most obstacles in life can be tackled effectively and overcome. By controlling our perceptions and managing our reactions in the face of adversity, we have the best chance of living in acceptance of what we cannot change. It was a timely reminder that helped me reframe a few of the difficulties that I've encountered in life lately. We all go through times of struggle and adversity, whether we're tackling an ambitious project or simply living our lives one day to the next. Obstacles emerge that block our path to progress. Disappointing results or adverse feedback dents our confidence. Unexpected events and unfavourable circumstances test our character and challenge our resolve to carry on. Whether these come in the form of unkind words, injuries, unexpected bills or an ever-growing workload, the effect is usually the same. Feelings of overwhelm increase, our resources, our patience and our determination to proceed and succeed are pushed to breaking point. Our reactions range from feelings of despondency and hopelessness to frustration and anger. To carry on seems pointless, fruitless or even impossible. I came back to Stoicism in search of encouragement in the hope of restoring my ability to rationalise the ups and downs of daily life. 
I'd resolved at the start of the new year to refocus and redouble my efforts towards becoming a better writer. I hoped that eventually I'd be able to support myself and my family through doing so. My intentions remain intact, but my motivation, my self-belief and my resilience have varied wildly. One day I'd feel resolute, full of conviction, buoyed up by results and progress made. On another day I'd feel thoroughly demoralised, completely deflated and a victim of circumstances around me. Rediscovering stoic wisdom through the pages of The Obstacle is the Way has helped me to see the wood for the trees again, answering these thoughts. Why can't I maintain perspective and keep my emotions in balance? In times of difficulty, my mood can oscillate wildly. I feel almost euphoric when things seem to be on track, when I get a good result, when I'm productive and prolific in my creative output, and when responses are positive to my work. With little warning, my mood will drop radically into self-doubt and despondency, knocked off track by the merest disappointment or the slightest hint of failure. It's disconcerting, and more the more established I've become in my journey, the more wildly my mood seems to swing. I suspect it's partly because I invest too much emotional and mental energy, hoping for a calm and predictable environment in which to operate. In that imaginary world, the only variable is my commitment and my work rate, both of which are mine to manage. Alas, to hope for control of the environment is to hope in vain. You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realise this and you'll find strength, said Marcus Aurelius. Ryan Holiday refers to this quote as the essence of Stoicism. It's the foundation of the philosophy and the root of the strategies and tactics that it promotes. It's freeing when we can remember that what's happening in life isn't personal. The universe hasn't conspired against us. People aren't out to get us, annoy us or ignore us. What happens, happens, and we can't do anything to reverse it or control it. We can only control our response. What am I really struggling with? In times of difficulty, I hear a nagging voice in the back of my mind, mocking me for being so affected by the trivial struggles in my life. How dare I lament my situation when those close to me are struggling with so much more? My father-in-law is battling prostate cancer, and my diabetic wife is struggling with the process of the impending loss of her father. Close friends are struggling to find work, and are uncertain how they'll support their families. Two of my kids are dealing with the stresses and strains of landmark years in their education. My struggles, then, are trivial in comparison to those close to me. Globally, there are literally billions of people who I'm sure would gladly trade their struggles for mine. And as much as I know this to be true, my struggles still feel real and significant. Marcus Aurelius also said, Ask, what is so unbearable about this situation? Why can't you endure it? You'll be embarrassed to answer. I'm reminded to look at my life with a little more perspective, and a little less self-pity and fatalism. Disappointments may seem soul-crushing, but are they really so significant? Failures may feel embarrassing, disappointing or demoralising, but what has really been lost? In simple terms, I need to get a grip. Have I really got what this takes? When I've questioned my ability and my resolve to do what I set out to do, the doubts rarely stem from concerns over my capability, skill or commitment. Instead, problems seem to come from a lack of self-belief, an inability to react proportionately to disappointments, and a tendency to get overinflated hopes and expectations of progress when things go well. They come when I fail to keep my cool and remain centred, no matter what's going on around me. 
The Stoics, it seems, had this figured out. And Seneca said, to bear trials with a calm mind robs misfortune of its strength and its burden. Disappointments are neutralised and adversities are tamed when we control our reactions to them. Striving for a calm response to negative episodes is the means by which we prevent our good intentions from being derailed when things go wrong. A similar perspective holds true for successes and accomplishments. Diogenes says that he has the most who is content with the least. Stoic wisdom guides that when we attach our happiness and sense of peace to accomplishment and accumulation, or when we pin our hopes on reaching a certain landmark of progress, we're setting ourselves up for failure. In all cases, the best course of action is simply to keep on keeping on, to keep acting, to accept the results gracefully, whether good or bad, and to continue to do the right thing because it's the right thing. The less moved we are by success or by failure, the better. In the closing chapter of The Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday summarises that our goal in confronting obstacles is to master three skills. We must see things for what they are. We should take obstacles, adversities and times of challenge at face value. It's not personal, we're not suffering anything that others haven't suffered before us, and our situation is probably not life or death. Second, we must do what we can. There are only two worthy responses to an obstacle. The first is to act to overcome it, to resolve the issue to do what we can as a means of appropriately reacting to the challenge. It's not necessarily wise to throw everything at the problem. Instead, our actions should be measured, considered and focused on overcoming the blocker. Third, we must accept the world as it is. If our actions have proved inadequate or we don't have the resources or capability that the obstacle requires, we must accept the world as it is. Acceptance means letting go of feelings of injustice. It means giving up on delusions that you're being persecuted or victimised, or that you're suffering at the hands of karma. If you've done all you can, all that remains is to accept that what will be, will be. As I listened to that audiobook and reminded myself of these core principles of Stoicism, I was grateful to be reminded of the simplicity and practicality of the approach. It may not resonate with everyone, but that shouldn't prevent the tenets that do seem applicable from being employed by everyone especially if these help us through the darker times. My key takeaway is this three-step formula for, act, for taking obstacles in our strive, stride as we progress along whatever path we're on, as was summarised so succinctly in the conclusion of the book by Ryan Holiday himself. Perceive things as they are, leave no option unexplored, then stand strong and transform whatever cannot be changed. I hope you find that useful and I hope you have give uh, that toolkit a go to see if it helps you to overcome the obstacles you encounter in your life. And however you, wherever you are, I hope this finds you well and happy. And this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.